It's the State of Gaming Podcast. What's going on, everybody? It is the State of Gaming Podcast from your Popzari pals over at popzari.com. A lot of peas because we aim to please. This is Nathan Evans, managing editor of that popzari.com website. Back once again to talk about video games, talk about games, gaming stuff, gamey, gamey this, game, game, game. But can't do it alone because you know how it goes. You have a co-host. He needs some action. For that, we have Popzara's own senior games editor, Mr. Corey Gallagher. Corey, welcome back. You know, every time we do this podcast, you say you can't do it alone. But in the last episode, I did it completely alone. I did a really good impersonation of you, and nobody said anything. Nobody knew anything. Look, AI, alone, cheating, prostitutes. I don't know what you're getting at here. But you know what? Okay. Can't do it alone. Won't do it alone. Can't stop. Won't stop. How's that? Sure. Better? Although, Absolutely. Although AI, though, everybody's talking about AI. We could do AI. We, this could be AI right now. We could have lent our voices to the machine. They could have duplicated it, and you could be listening to AI. Actually, you know what? AI would probably be better. AI would be better. And speaking of which, here's a fantastic recipe for a peanut butter sandwich. Take two <laughs> slices of bread. Add peanut butter. <laughs> Send us your credit card. Uh, but anyway, Corey, we're always talking about gaming stuff. Uh, this is this is an interesting one because the formula usually is, and the formula will remain so for this, that we talk about the biggest games that came out in the month we're talking about, which is November 2023. Then sure. we, we talk a little bit about what sold last month, a.k.a. Circana, a.k.a. used to be called NPD, whatever it's called. They talk you know, about it's been numbers. over a year now. Do we even call them NPD anymore? It's, it's like we're going to say X, formerly Twitter, for the rest of our lives. We are but going at to say. Point, we are going at to say. At a certain point, X. it's just X, right? Oh, speaking of that, uh, we finally updated uh, on the Popstar website. We finally had the X logo Ooh. in most places. That is a little hard thing because there's so many APIs. Look, if you run a website, you know exactly what I'm talking about. X did not make it easy. Thank you, Elon Musk. And speaking of everything else, we cover up with everything else, which is a little bit of this and that. But the reason I said it's different, this is November. This is typically the big one, the big month of the year when all the big stuff comes out. Uh, that's not the case anymore. They kind of spread it out like a, like a cheap cake at a grocery store. They spread that, that icing a little too thin to save money. But what are we talking about? We're talking about November, right? So we sure are. So what are the biggest games? Now this is a big list, so I think let's let's triage it here. Let's yeah, talk we're a- gonna we're gonna go pretty quick through these yeah. because there are quite a few. And the first one I think we all know. Uh, I'm it's no matter what you or I think, it is the biggest game of November 2023. It is Call <laughs> of Duty: Modern Warfare 3. And uh, here's the thing: it's <laughs> not being received especially well. Yeah, I gotta say that like that. To me, that sounds a little organized, a little bit. You know, we, uh, that, yeah. there is that. I was just about to say, it's not being received especially well. That doesn't really yeah. mean much of anything. It's still selling amazingly well. Um, and everybody who's playing it, I'm sure, is a big fan. I mean, they're playing Warzone. They're playing multiplayer. Uh, the campaign, which I've played a little bit of so far, uh, we'll have a review of that up on Popstar soon. I think the biggest issue that I have with it, and it's the same as a lot of people, is that a significant portion of the campaign, uh, campaign, little, 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 <laughs> uh, campaign is just the map from Warzone, and you just fight AI on it. Well, good question. Uh, the um, yeah, it sounds like I said. It sounds like some of the complaints are legit this time. Like there seems to be, maybe maybe the brand is overextended because I know you Call know, of Duty I'll, is. I'll take a bad campaign over the the brief period when we no I guess uni- <laughs> yeah we unilaterally decided people don't like campaigns anymore. I, somebody told us that, and I guess we listened. I, I don't know. I call that the quake thing where everyone says, you know what, everyone plays multiplayer. We don't need that campaign. You know what? It didn't really work out for him, and Never that's why for the best. Yeah, Never exactly. Does. Never does. Anyway, uh, Modern Warfare 3 is here. Uh, yep. It has a lot of maps from older games in the <laughs> multiplayer. Uh, it recycles the wars, and there's a lot of recycling in well, general. I would probably say this is not one of the better Call of Duty games. I'll say this. Don't worry. In 10 years, when they remake the remake, 
He'll yep. fix all the things that the remake of the remake didn't didn't do well. So. When it is Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 Origin Zero, I think at that point we're in good shape. So yeah, there's that. <laughs> uh, the next game on the list, we're going to reorganize this a little bit, actually. Next one that I'll <laughs> mention is uh, one that's going to be close for a lot of our hearts, actually. Super Mario RPG got a remake. And uh, conversely of Call of Duty, it's getting stellar reviews. Everyone likes yeah, this. Yeah, uh, it's fantastic. And the interesting thing about that is it's getting stellar reviews kind of just based on the fact that the original was a really good game and you don't really have mm-hmm. to do a lot to it. You know, it's funny. The original was the only game, the only official game that Nintendo and Square worked on together at the highlight of their powers. And right. we never really got anything else. We got versions of Super Mario RPG. We had, like, the Paper Marios. We had everything else. But we never quite had this. Well, you know, it's funny. I'm playing this. Uh, I'm playing this remake with a friend of mine, and she's like, um, "Who is Gino? Why has Gino never showed up again in anything?" And I'm like, "Well, I think there's some weird licensing issues, and he belongs to Square. I don't really know." Uh, but point being, Mario RPG was a great game. It's kind of a shame that it just kind of was its own thing, never got really touched again until now. Um, there are a few changes to this remake version. Uh, mostly they just make it easier, which is very strange because there is also an easy mode if you don't think it's easy enough already. <laughs> um, so don't come in here expecting like some kind of Dark Souls experience. It's very, very straightforward. Um, it's a beautiful game, very fun mm-hmm. to play. Play it with your kids if you got them. Um, and everybody have a good time. It's a solid game. Check it out. I, uh, I haven't played it yet, but I, I'm a big fan of the soundtrack of the Super Nintendo original. And oh, they've, I heard some uh, they've tracks. Some it's, oh, it's real good. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like extraordinarily good. Like it sounds the same, but it sounds better. Like it's pretty good. So Yeah, they have taken the original music and made it better, which is rare for this kind of thing. Uh, however, it's not so rare that it doesn't, that it doesn't happen. Because we look at Star Ocean the Second Story R, which is also on here, and is another remake of a much-beloved classic RPG that also takes old music and makes it better, and also mostly is considered really good based on the strength of its original game. Yeah, you're a big Star Ocean fan, but I know that yep. that particular franchise is uh, ebbed and flowed in quality. It's, but... uh, it's definitely kind of wobbly. I would say Star Ocean 5, I'm, I am shocked that we got a 6 Star Ocean, and I'm double shocked we got this game, because Star Ocean 5 probably killed the franchise, if you ask me, but... Here we are. Uh, those uh, six was okay, not great, fine. This is this is more than okay. This is a really good game. This is, I'm not gonna call it a game of the year contender because this was such a good year, but it's a pretty good game. Uh, by the way, you will hear the word game of the year contender a lot in this particular episode. Um, one story I think you and I, we didn't really agree to it, but I think we can agree now we're gonna avoid it. Is are the game award nominees? I know that came out. I couldn't be any less interested. The year's not over yet. I don't think it's fair. So I mean, I don't tend to follow those things, nah. especially because you know, if you go on Reddit 20 minutes after the announcements of whatever new games, it's all going to be there anyway. Doesn't really matter to me. Do you remember? Um, do you remember that, that thing years ago? Real quick. Do you remember that thing years ago when every single company with every single release they would have a game of the year edition, and sometimes these these games were ridiculous, like call like it at a like certain, a, at a certain like, point, game yeah. of the year just becomes game released in the year. Well, yeah, exactly. It's like it's game of the year edition for like Need for Speed, whatever. And it's like you are not game of the year in anybody's year, but whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, other stuff on here that's pretty good. Uh, there's a new uh, Yakuza slash Like a Dragon game, Like a Dragon Gaiden, the man who erased his name. That's a great title. Um, I... So this game is about uh, it's about Kazuma Kiryu, who is the hero of all the previous Yakuza games, and he's supposed to be dead, but he's not dead, and. <laughs> Well, here's the thing about that. We kind of know he's not dead because, spoiler alert, he comes back in the previous game anyway. So why did we make this game? Um, I was reading uh, something about this where some like some, some of the uber nerds went in and they actually discovered like the game itself misrepresents itself. So maybe maybe this lineage is hard to keep track of. 
It, it's a very long-running series at this point. I, even would, I wouldn't even say it's hard to keep track of. You kind of have to approach these things like the ridiculous, like... They're, they're action comedies. Like, look at them as comedies and you're fine. I wouldn't take it too seriously at all. Anyway, this yeah. one is fine. Uh, you play as the hero of the previous games. You do a lot of the same stuff you always had, like beating people up, buying new skills, playing old Sega arcade games. Uh, <laughs> this time it's Virtua Fighter. Sonic the Fighters is on there, etc., etc. Uh, yeah, and it's pretty good. Um, I would say that between this and the previous Like a Dragon, which was the RPG, uh, there's a sequel to that coming up called Infinite Wealth. I think that might be the better game, but this one is not terrible. Speaking of games that aren't terrible, uh, mm. this one kind of surprised me by not being terrible. RoboCop Rogue City is a game that exists, and it's fine. It's I don't hate it. I've actually been playing it. Um, I never have a chance to play stuff. Um no, no secret to anybody who actually reads the website or actually follows Popstar at all. But we are big RoboCop fans here. We have done many, many things on RoboCop. Um, RoboCop you know, that, gets that mentioned. reboot movie from a while back wasn't terrible. I actually watched it a few months ago. It's not terrible, but unfortunately, it was fine. Yeah. It's, it's one of the things where it unfortunately it has to compete against its own lineage. Right. And I think that's that's just you can't have that. Sometimes you have to distance yourself. But um, but a lot of people, myself included. Uh, think RoboCop is a masterpiece. Um, of course, it's an opinion, but it's a fa- it's also a fact. So, but um, no, it's it's one of those things where I think it, it ages like wine. We I don't I don't know your feelings about RoboCop one, maybe two. It's just it, oh, they're it, both they're both good stuff. And this game really kind of nails the feeling, especially of RoboCop one. Um, you you mentioned that you don't think it looks very good. What well, are you playing it on? Well, here's the thing. I think this is one of the best looking, bad looking games I've ever seen. Like, on one hand, it's got technical wizardry. It runs really well for the most part. By the way, PC. Um, but I was going to say, but but when you... This is a... I, I read into it. This is a small development team. It's very tiny. Not a lot. Not a big budget, which should make it more impressive. But unfortunately, because you have an engine like Unreal Engine 5, which is supposed to generate everything, the problem is you can kind of see the budget show through. And so what I'm saying is, even though it looks good you can still see where maybe some more money and some more time would have made things look a little better. I'm not talking... For, re- for reference, this is off of one text where he says the game doesn't look good. I wasn't expecting this no, to no, be no, this... No, 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 I wasn't expecting no, this to be this no. weird arcane description of didn't what that... Say, didn't say, didn't say it didn't look good. I said it's a good-looking, bad-looking game. Like, what I mean is, like, when you actually see, like, the, the cinemas and everything, they look ridiculous. They almost look like PS2 models in a modern environment, and you have, like atrocious voice acting which makes it fun i like the game just fine but it's but you can see the potential it's sort of like anything else. it's like when you remaster an old movie and you can see all the flaws so hey, it, just remember folks when you read a pop zora game review we try to be very straightforward <laughs> but no yep. look the, all i'm saying is the game is funny it's very funny it's playable um i'll tell you this you know what it reminds me of more than anything i know it's a first person shooter it, it's like what if you combined like a light gun like a lethal enforcers light gun game with like a hidden picture game because you're going to be doing a lot of both yep. be shooting a lot of bad guys and just and reading a lot of clues which is weird for robocop basically my day-to-day life if you think about it <laughs> anyway uh peter weller returns as robocop giving a very interesting performance but uh i'll just say that but no it's it's robocop it's got a good soundtrack yeah, it's pretty solid. I mean, it is it is RoboCop. Uh, the thing I compared it to, and I don't know if you if you played this to agree or not, uh, there was a Terminator game that came out a few years yes. ago called Terminator Salvation. It's very similar to that game. Yeah, the Terminator games are the same. Like they're they're not great games, but they kind of na- sometimes they nail what needs to be nailed, yep. and that's kind of interesting. But uh, I'll say this before we go: uh, 
pretty strong history of RoboCop games, though, if you think about it. And we haven't had a good RoboCop game in like 25, 30 years. So this is this is interesting. There just hasn't been more. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so the last game on our list of big... Well, no, that's, there's actually two more, except I haven't played this other one. Uh, WarioWare Movid uh, exists, and I've not played it. Have you played it? Uh, I don't think you have to. I think you can watch people play it. Like, I think that's kind of the gimmick is that you just, you watch people play Oh, is, is this things. like the one on the Wii where you dance around with the controller? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, like, okay, then I'm probably not going to play it. But, um, you, but you can watch it. Like, it's a TikTok yeah, type of game. you can go on stream and watch it and TikTok and whatever. So I guess that's cool. Streamer bitch. Streamer bitch fun. Uh, so there's that. And the other big one is uh, Persona 5 Tactica, which is mm. a spinoff of the ever-beloved <laughs> Persona 5. Um I've been playing it. It's really good. I don't think so. One of the things that really gets me about these Persona spinoffs is that they all have like a universal, pretty decent level of quality that you really wouldn't expect. Um, a lot of franchises, uh, like I'll even go so far as to say Dragon Quest kind of does this, uh, will release these games with their beloved characters and monsters and setting, and uh, they won't necessarily stick to the same level of quality as the basic games. And yeah. I'm not going to go back and say that Dragon Quest Treasures was an amazing game. was fine. It can't stand up at all well, to Dragon Quest XI. I'll say this, though. I'll say this. I, because you're talking about different developments, but when you have – you have like two series in Japan that, that you just want to go to the developers and just sort of bop them on the head and say – pick a different number because you have Final Fantasy 7 and 5 billion different spin-offs and now you have yep. Persona 5 with 5 billion different spin-offs like Persona 5 which has uh, whopping two spin-offs yeah but like how many times have they redone like is it five I thought it was more than two so I, I am exaggerating a little bit. They it's, did the basic, the base Persona 5 on PS4. They then released a director's cut called Persona 5 Royal. Uh, from there, they released Persona 5 Dancing All Night, <laughs> uh, which is a dancing game. Then they released Persona 5 Strikers, which is kind of like Dynasty Wars. Finally, you're proving my point. You're proving my Persona point. Persona 5 Tactica here is a strategy RPG. Now, here's the thing, though. Like I said, all this stuff, even the dancing game, is pretty good. Yeah. So it's worth a look. Uh, give it a shot, but I do see your point. Uh, and one of the things you got to think about is this is probably I wouldn't say the B team. This is probably the A team working on Persona Five Tactica, while the S team, the the God tier team, they're busy getting Persona Six ready. You can have both. You can have you can have peanut butter with your chocolate. You can have chocolate with your peanut butter. So yep, it, it absolutely. works. So it's yeah, it's a pretty good game for the look, especially if you like Persona. Now other stuff that is slightly <laughs> less big. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy is on the Switch. It looks like crap. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's funny. It looks really bad. I'll say this: haven't played either one. I know people people love the original game. Um, yep. Had to be downgraded for the PS4, so they had to be downgraded further. Um, we talk about this all the time, and I think we can just start, at this point we can just say it's happening. You have Super Mario RPG. Looks great on the Switch. Everybody loves it. It's a Switch yep. game. Uh, the Switch is now in its twilight years. It's going to be replaced at some point. I think we, we all know We know this. for a fact yeah. that the Switch 2 is in the hands it's of coming. at this point. Yeah. So, we don't know what it's going to be called or what it's going to be able to do, so, but it, it's, gonna, it's coming. Here, here's my thing. I think you and I can agree with this. Going forward, we'll make a, issue a blanket statement. Um, we have both been impressed with Switch ports to some degree on some levels, like Doom and whatever, and we've both been disappointed sure. by Switch ports on some level. Yes. At this point, if you have a PlayStation 5 or a PC or an Xbox and you really want to play a game like Hogwarts Legacy... Get it on a different console at this point. Yeah, just because you, you got to stop buying ports on the Switch at this point if they are on different consoles. On, it's just not. It's just not going to happen anymore. Yeah, I, I would say if the game is um, giant like this, like if you have a giant like visual game, but if you have like a puzzle game, yeah, get it on the Switch. But no, no, just just now save if your you're money. Interested? If you're interested in your high quality 
uh, hentai JRPGs. Those are all on the Switch for some reason, so that's what and, you want to keep your Switch for. And not on the PlayStation for some reason. Not on the PlayStation, no. If you want them in their best possible state, because we know why you're playing these games, you want them on the Switch, don't think too hard about why that could be. Uh, other <laughs> games on this slightly uh, this slightly less uh, exciting list. Yes. Uh, Turok 3 Shadow of Oblivion got a remaster. This yeah. is interesting because I don't think there was any other way to play this outside of the N64. Uh, I say it got a remaster. It's not actually out yet. But um, Apparently, though, it came out in Europe. And apparently the, the developer Night Dive, who, by the way, did the excellent Quake ports, uh, which right. which is my one of my contenders for Game of the Year. See, there we go. Um, they said don't play it. They said they had to release it unfinished. It had too many bugs. Ooh. So you don't often hear developers say that. So, but you're right. That this... probably means somebody was mad at management or something like that. It's really hard to say. Uh, right now, it's currently listed as coming soon on in America. So I guess maybe we're going to have to wait a little bit. Maybe they'll fix it. Like it, Europe's different than America. Like it's a different. It's quite possible. Europe yeah. is worse than America. That is true. That is uh, true. The Lost Faith, or Last Faith, sorry, yeah. Last Faith. The Last Faith is on here, and it is basically side-scrolling Castlevania Symphony of the Night meets Bloodborne. Yeah, you, you know what? We don't have enough of those. We only have like 50 a year, maybe yeah, 60. Yeah, uh, you know what? It turns out they keep making them because they all tend to be pretty good. I'm trying yeah. to think of the last one that I really didn't like very much, and uh, nothing's really springing to mind. So actually, this is closer to a game called Blasphemous. If you have played that, yeah. uh, that is a lot Didn't like this. Did they have a second one of those? They did, yeah. yeah. And uh, this came out, and it's more that. So if you like that, you'll like this. Uh, Flashback 2 exists. Uh, we're going to be reviewing it here on Pop Zara. It is very similar to the Flashback remake that came out, I want to say, what, um, five years ago? I only have one thing to say about this. Uh, a couple, uh, about a month or so ago, I actually de- uh, interviewed the developers over at Digital Eclipse. You remember this? Yes. And we talked about uh, Karataka and all this and how that yep. begat all that, that stuff, uh, that uh, sure. Prince of Persia and the original Flashback. Did you ever play the original Flashback? Uh, the original way back when. I played a little bit of it. It's not really my kind of game. I actually like the remake a lot more. The three remake, or is this one keeping in line with that, or is it going to go back to a traditional? This is in line with the remake that came out with Ubisoft, I want to say, like four or five years ago. You remember that game that came out years ago called, I think it was Shadow Complex? Uh, yes. Yeah, it came when everybody First loved it. First game on the Epic Game Store. Everybody loved it, but then it sort of disappeared, and um, now we have things like Last Faith and billions of others. Um, no, I've, like I said, I'm, I'm in the mood for a flashbacky type game. I might take a look at it. Like, yeah, I like we'll the original. We'll have to see how it goes. So. Um, yeah. Uh, Naruto X Boruto <laughs> Ultimate Ninja Storm Connections is uh, the latest Naruto game. If you've been playing those since you were in middle school, well, they're still making them. You can still play them. Yep. There's more. Yep. Teardown. Uh, Teardown has been out for a while. I don't know why this is on Con- here. It's but co- consoles. Consoles. Ah, okay. So it's on consoles. By the way, that's the uh, B list, by the way. If something's on the B list, it's probably like a port. Yep. Uh, Teardown is a voxel-based destruction game. You basically are a thief. You go and you do heists, and uh, you accomplish your goals by busting into buildings, by literally busting into buildings. Like, you take your sledgehammer, just break through the wall, take the stuff, there you go. Uh, you have to do it quickly to get away from the cops, you have to set up an escape plan, maybe the escape plan involves breaking through walls and your way out, and so on and so forth. Um, this has been out on PC for quite a while, and it's not too bad. Um, it is worth a look, especially if you like Minecraft and that kind of thing. Uh, finally, Thirsty Suitors. Neither of us played this. Why is this on here? It's out now. Um, I got to tell you, we uh, one of our one of our editors saw this years ago at E3. Was raved about it. I think it was at uh, what's that show they have at E3 that it's in the big building where they pump you full of alcohol. Your favorite uh, thing, the mix. I love it. I think it was the mix where they showed it. And um, yeah, it's been out. Everybody loves this game. It's 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 out again. So there you go. 
Yep, you can check it out if you want to. And that's pretty much what we have. The last couple things I have, mm-hmm. uh, one of my big surprise Game of the Year contenders, and I think Here we, we go a, again. Yeah, yeah Game of the Year. we go again. So we have a um, – and I'm, I'm being serious about this one. Yeah. Um, I think we have a review of it either coming up or uh, – uh, it's either up or it's coming up. The game is called Sonabee. How do you spell and, it? And um, it was just released out of Early Access, I want to say, last week. And it is a very high-quality – a Korean game that's basically a story-focused remake of Bionic Commando. Oh, yeah, I heard about this. With the plot of The Last of Us. Really quick, how do you spell that, just in case, because sometimes... Uh, That is S-A-N-A-B-I. And you can get that on Steam, it'll cost you like 10 bucks, and I will tell you it is one of the best 10 bucks you will spend this year. I can't really get into too much about why, because it's a story-heavy game. Yeah, Uh, It is really, really good. See, whenever you say Bionic Commando, like... That idea of Bionic Commando is so strong right. that it you can forgive that hot dog version that Capcom made years ago that almost killed the company. I, I didn't even hate that game. That game was fun. Eh, hot dogs. But, I mean, I will say this, though. But, I mean, just the idea of a, of a guy with something strapped to his hand is awesome. Yeah. And we need more. Yeah, and this game is fantastic. The last thing I want to mention, I'm going to need to open up my thing. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to open up a browser to say it for you uh, because this is a pretty big deal when this was translated. Uh, we have a localized version of Boku no Natsuyasumi 2 Umi no Boken Hen, uh, which is basically just a, like my summer vacation 2. And this is a very popular kind of I, – I hate I hate this term. I don't like that we use this term now, but I'm going to have to use it and hit myself for it. It's a cozy game. This is a cozy game. Yeah, what's wrong with cozy game? People love cozy games. Uh, I mean, yeah, they love cozy games. I just – I don't like the, uh, that and roguelite. I hate them both. Uh, so this is a cozy game. It came out in Japan in like 2002 on the PS2. Um, it's the coziest crap you'll ever play. You basically are a kid. You go on a summer vacation. Uh, you do whatever you want. You get to explore this cute little rural Japanese village and learn about the people there. And I'll be the first to say that it's not really my kind of game, but there are a lot of people who would like this. The translation is excellent. Is it and official? Wanna... Is it an official? No, no, no. It's, it's not official. This is a fan translated thing. Okay. I think they took like four or five. They took a long time to work on it. Um, and it feels like an official localization. So if you want to play this, uh, it's readily available. Just look for it. Look for My Summer Vacation 2 PS2 translation on your search engine of choice. Do you, do, you think, um, do you think it'll ever make its way to one of the various indie stores? Or You know, it's you... funny because um, the last game I could think of that kind of did this was Final Fantasy Type-0 way, mm-hmm. way back when. There was a, a fan translation of that release. And shortly thereafter, that fan translation was taken down. Uh, much like this other game called AM2R, which is a remake of Metroid 2, uh, both of those games kind of ceased to exist because shortly after the translations were announced and did really well and showed they were very popular, uh, for, uh, mysteriously, these companies were like, hey, uh, we could also do this. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. We talked about this before, but what you're talking about doesn't really happen that much anymore, like the, the need, because everything gets – almost everything gets translated. Yeah, pretty much everything gets localized. There, There's yeah. still some stuff out there that could you know, use some attention, but we're rapidly running out of things that haven't gotten that attention. So sooner or later, anything you want to play, I feel like you'll oh, play it. And finally, uh, thank you very much for not trying to put a like – Realistic accent when you pronounce the name of that game. Like some, I I, I hear that a lot, and it drives pronounce me. Pronounce what game? Boku no Natsuyatsumi no, no, Two Umi no Boken Hen. But you're not you're not doing the accent like some people. Like they people who, you know, the people that love subtitled anime and they mm-hmm. love 
playing games in Japanese, but they can't speak a lick of Japanese. But when they pronounce it, they make sure they got the accent right. You don't have, yeah, yeah. You you don't have to put the accent on it as long as you do your best to pronounce it. I'm, <laughs> I'm confident they'll be happy like, with it. Like someone out there is pulling their hair out, like because I said anime instead of anime. So anime. you know who you are, and yeah. So yeah. oh yeah, so that game was translated. It's surprisingly good, especially if you like cozy games. I hate the term cozy <laughs> games, but I thought it was fine based on what I played about it. Let's look at the Circana stuff. Now we have, uh, <laughs> as always, we have Circana formerly NPD here. At a certain point, it's been over a year. It's just Circana. It's not even formerly NPD. Okay, well, let's just symbolically say RIP to NPD. Yep. And uh, yeah, so we have a bunch of numbers here. Uh, spending on video games has gone down However, comma, hardware sales have also gone down. And that's the biggest that's, culprit, by the way. 23% yeah. down. Because, I mean, you know, you don't really need multiple PS5s. Cough, cough, why do you release a slim one? Who knows? I think, I think there's a reason for this. Um, I, think, I, think, I don't think it's the end of the generation cycle. I know we said the end of the Switch, but I don't think that's it. I, the, think, I, think, we've reached, I think market saturation has reached a limit. I think if you go back and look at like, the total combined sales units for every major console since the beginning of time it seems to be about like 150 is like the the maximum and i think the reason like you have ps the ps5 has been selling really well the problem is is that uh, there's less of a need to get a playstation 5 you had three years you couldn't find it and yep. in those three years sony provided a lot of their best games for the pc yeah, um, and so if you have a gaming PC, you don't really need one. There you go. And if you have a gaming PC, you don't really need an Xbox. So That's correct. And if you have a gaming PC, maybe one day you won't even need a Switch. I mean, you could well, just emulate. <laughs> I mean, you could an emulation. What the hell wait, is wait, that? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Don't say that because we're not IGN, okay? Oh, we, right, right. we can't get away with, you know, blatant emulation. I, I, I think it's Kotaku that you're talking about. But yeah. it's, uh, it, they're all guilty. <laughs> so, but anyway. And yet they still get codes. Huh. They, they do get codes because they... they Take, they also take advertisements. So yeah, oh, that's a solid point. Anyway, uh, so yeah, that's how hardware. Hardware. Uh, that's how hardware. It's good, it's good month. Of, God in heaven. Good month. Uh, good month is reflected actually on the that software. That is how hardware sales are going. Here is a big list of games. Uh, number twenty for October was Lords of the Fallen. Uh, the new one from CI Games. Uh, Lords of the Fallen, the biggest, most interesting thing about this game, it is a completely passable Souls-like. It's totally fine for into that kind of game. But the thing that gets me about it, so I've been playing it on PC, mm-hmm. and uh, I would say they update this game and make balancing changes to it maybe every other day. And I'll be the first person to tell you that I think that when people whine about things like mandatory game installs or how games have to update all the time, et cetera, et cetera, that's dumb. Uh, if a game was released broken in the 90s, it's still broken today. Um, but I think on the other hand, on the other end of that particular horseshoe, uh, the Lords of the Fallen you can play today and the Lords of the Fallen you could play three weeks ago are different games entirely. It is ridiculous. But you see that a lot, though, now. You see where they, they – again, I just mentioned the uh, the Turok thing or – there's yeah. another game. What's that other game that everyone's poo-pooing about? The the simil- uh, the city builder. What's it called? Uh, city Skylines Two, which has this weird thing going on where there's yeah. these AI generated like little sim people that live in your city, but I guess the AI didn't understand what culling was, so like everything <laughs> down to their teeth is rendered. Well, I'll say, I'll say this: like there was, you know, you have these things. Like there was that game that came out this year that I really like called Humanity. Where yep. it's a puzzle solving. Plays and, like a little dog, and you guide these people. Yeah, around. exactly. Yeah. And all the people look like you know thumbtack people. There's there's not really. And that's fine because there's so many of them. Yeah, it, it looks like it's like Lemmings, right? Yeah. But um, but no, people have been complaining about that game because it doesn't run at 60 frames a second. And I I agree with you on this. I think people will find a r- way 
they they want their big budget massive like gpu scorching games and they want them right now and they should be released perfectly there should be no flaws and it's and they always set themselves up for failure like yeah you know i'm not not gonna be the person to say anything but you know developers game developers in particular have this very very friendly press they have a very very friendly industry Mm -hmm. Uh, they don't need me defending them they're they're fine exactly but at the same time i will also say that like if your game is released broken, like, and it's not running well for you, give it a week. Give it two weeks. It'll probably be fixed. Well, Lord of the Fa- Lords of the Fallen has been sort of the victim of that. Where, like you said, it's it's kind of famous for being broken a little bit, but I think they, like you said, they are fixing it, right? Yeah, they, they well, it's not it's not just fixes. The thing uh, they do things like rebalancing weapons. Like the biggest yeah. thing they did is a uh, a certain weapon was too strong in PvP, so they made it weaker, and that's understandable. Except. Uh, they also made it weaker against monsters. So if you had gotten far <laughs> enough in the game and they just broke your sword, well, that's unintentional consequences. Because I think you, you, you can't compare like CI games or whatever the, the developer of this was to like from software and expect so like from the same. software or Bandai Namco, etc. Yeah. Exactly. Um, anyway, but well, think about it though. The original Lord of the Lord of the Fallen uh, publisher was the same publisher as the Soul. And but, here um, they are. But you know what's funny? What I'm just going to say this right now. You know what game is not on this list? And I think it's a better game. What's is that? Liza P. And Liza P is a much better game. Yeah. I think Liza P was on last month. Liza P is also a Game Pass game, and it I is. don't think they count those. Well, they, I, well, if it's sold, right? I don't know. If They're also it. real weird about counting digital. We talk about this yeah. every month. Like it's the basically the Circana list amounts to whoever, whichever publisher pays Circana a future game on the list. But by, by the way, um, we will revisit that whole digital thing at the end of this list. But anyway, yeah, absolutely. Anyway, moving forward. on through the list, we're gonna spend forever here. Number nineteen is Minecraft. Four, eighteen mm-hmm. is Jedi Survivor. Seventeen is Forza Motorsport, the new one, which again released kind of broken, but they fixed it, so whatever. Uh, Eighteen, uh, sorry, uh, seven, sixteen is the mm-hmm. Crew Motorfest. Uh, Fifteen is Elden Ring. Fourteen is Starfield, which was won last month. Whoopsie doodle. Yeah, but that's uh, there's, there's reasons for that too. So yeah. Uh, 13 is NBA 2K24. It's a basketball game. Uh, 12 yeah. is the Metal Gear Solid Master Collection Volume 1. I got a story about this one. Yeah, we, ta- we talked um, about this last month, too. Um, do, you have a, do you have a sequel story? Uh, so is this the one where I talked about Humble Games? Yeah, you talk about... You, <laughs> the, the, the naming nomenclature was a little... Okay. Yeah. So yeah. They, it, I, I will give it. I'll give credit to Humble then, because after we talked about that, they actually fixed it. And <laughs> they all, do all listen. Well See, they they listen to this podcast and they respond. So if you have complaints, yeah. call me now. We'll we'll talk. Okay, so they fixed it. Life is good. Uh, number 11... Oh, as for the, the collection itself, it's totally fine. It's Metal Gear Solid. You kind of know what you're getting. Uh, number 11 is Modern Warfare 2, unsurprisingly. Uh, number 10 is Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, the Switch version will probably take this up to number 1 or 2, I 3 think, next I, month. I think it's back on here. I think Hogwarts is... Is it the best-selling game of the year? Um, it's back on this list because of the PS4 and Xbox version. Yeah, and the Switch version, again, is going to take it even higher next uh-huh. month. Please look forward to it. Uh, number 9 is Sonic Superstars, which... You know, I don't really keep track of Sonic. It kind of surprised me to find out this is not just like a, another collection of old Sonic no. games. This is a new Sonic game. It's a new Sonic game with actual yeah. like legitimate roots that has been controversial within the Sonic thing. But can I say something? Every okay. Sonic game is controversial. You know, the the only Sonic person that I really am familiar with and like that's kind of tainted my view of Sonic in general was the lady who threatened to kill you. Uh, yeah, moving on. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, moving on. Number eight is NHL 24. It's hockey. Number seven is UFC 5. It is punching. Mm. Number six is Mortal Kombat 1. It is also punching, but it's bloodier. Number five is EA Sports FC 24. We used to call that FIFA, but we don't anymore, and that Mm -hmm. just makes it more confusing. Number four (laughs) is Madden NFL 24, which is football, but it's the right kind of football. Real quick. Let's see now. Number four, five, six, seven, eight. This This is a very heavily loaded sports list. 
Can we just say that? This is amazing. Uh, you know, I'm not much of a sports ball person myself, but aren't, isn't all the big sports ball stuff in the autumns? That makes sense. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I, I don't know if you count racing games as sports, but, you know, that's a big I list. I mean, apparently, apparently we count chess and video games as sports these days, so who that's, knows? That's true. Uh, n- number three is Assassin's Creed Mirage, a completely fine game. Assassin's Creed Mirage, here, here's how this game goes. Uh, in the first hour, you play as Basim. He is like, he's basically like Aladdin from the Disney movie. He, he runs around stealing stuff. He's like this quick-witted show trickster. Sh- just break yeah, 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 yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he this guy felt out some show tunes. He's like, oh, I am the best thief. Hour two, your first assassination target. Basim kills him by cutting his guts open, letting his entrails spill out on the floor, and hanging him in front of a whole marketplace full of people. I'm just saying, imagine if Aladdin from the Disney movie did that. That would be a better movie. It's only better than the live-action version, anyway. Yeah, well, well, you know, Will Smith is a violent person, but he's no genie. But um, That's very true. But anyway, uh, so what you're saying is this game actually has more assassin. I, I mean, he, he, he didn't even grant Chris Rock's wish. Chris Rock's like, I wish that man hadn't slapped me. <laughs> No, yeah. it's uh, a, but this is a very it's a solid Assassin's Creed game. This one calls back to like the very first Assassin's Creed. It's probably the most similar to like Assassin's Creed Two. Well, maybe even Assassin's Creed One. Really, I was going to play it uh, when I have some time. It's on the list. I know it's not uh, bad. It's pretty good. I will say they did answer my complaint. I always say this. Um, you and I had some difference of opinion, but I think you. I think I swayed you that maybe. The, uh, the previous trilogy you did know, I, grind I, I a little will, too much. I will be happy to say, I'll admit fully, that I have not finished Valhalla yeah. or Odyssey or Origins. And you remember I that phrase, know, right? You remember I don't that know phrase? if I'd call finishing a game necessarily good, but I will say I haven't done it. Well, I, used to, I call it hate-beating. It's like you get to that point, and you realize the game is throwing everything it can at you to make you just... Oh, that thing I did with Final Fantasy 16, right? Well, it's like it's like you know, it's like you're in the middle of this epic quest, and someone says, "Can you deliver this love letter to my wife?" You know, it's like you get it, right? Grind, 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 and eventually you're just skipping the cinematics because it's too much. It's too much. Exactly. You know. And it'd be great if we had more games where you just kind of focus on really solid gameplay, and it also mm-hmm. wasn't short to compensate for that. Games like Super Mario Brothers Wonder, which is number two. You know, surprising. Um, you're not going to hear the cool kids say it, but it is a contender for Game of the Year for a lot of people. For a lot, it is of... rock solid. Yeah, nothing, no problems with it at all. Really so... good game. Uh, number one is Spider Man Two, which is also pretty good mm-hmm. if you like Spider Man. Personally, I, I say this every time Spider Man comes up. I think I'm kind of sick of Peter Parker. I, I'm, I'm sick of Miles Morales. I'm sick of Peter Parker. It's the same damn plot every time. Oh, no, I have to you're, go do my college exams. You're, you're Mr. Sick Evil of, blew up the look, orphanage. You are not a Marvel Cinematic Universe fan. And no, I, I, think, I, I never watched this. I think stuff. a lot of people are starting to c- come your way. But I will say this. For, for those who don't know, and this is all i got to say about this, um, the games are solid. I've been playing the PS5 version, the new one, part two. Uh, Sony owns Spider-Man. Do we... For those who don't know, Disney does yes. not. Disney leases Spider-Man into the universe. So right. Sony Sony has everything they can do to keep Spider-Man going, including... Did you see the new trailer for the new Spider-Man spinoff called Madam Web? No. Looks, oh. t- looks terrible, right? Yeah. There's another one coming next I'm, year I'm called Kraken. Look, another one coming next year called Kraken. Looks terrible. They had that vampire one last year. Looks terrible. M- Morbius, right? Morbius, right? M- Mobius? Morbius? Morbius, yeah. So, like... If they can't get Spider-Man, they're going to have these, like you said, for Persona, the B team, right? So yeah. this is all they have. You remember when Spider-Man was so important to Sony, they changed the PlayStation logo to the Spider-Man logo? And the PlayStation 3, right. I, yeah. I don't know. I'm just sitting here like, you know, is this what people feel like when I tell them to go watch this anime or play this video game? They're just like, oh, I've seen that same plot a thousand times before. Well, but then I'm like, 
How many times does Peter well, Parker have to miss prom to go save the day? Well, the the thing about it, though, I think I think about it is that people really love the the, the Batman Arkham games, right? Right. And that, but the Batman Arkham games stopped being the Batman Arkham games; they became something yeah. else. So this is the closest thing you have, and this it, is it does play a lot like Batman, Batman Arkham if you're into those. Yeah, and like I said, we're just we have super superhero fatigue. There's too much. At the end of the day, Spider Man is very likable. Miles Morales is very likable. Um, and there's really not a lot of superhero games that are good. And I think that's just by default when you have something that's not terrible, that's actually kind of fun when you get past the grind. That's yeah. it's, it's going on inertia right now, not necessarily... Like, could we just say this before we end this? Um, this game doesn't look that much better than the PS4 versions. It's a good-looking game. It, it does look really good. No, but those games look great. And yeah. so it's like... And, but they already look really good. So. Exactly. So it's it's just... It's more of the same... But people kind of like the same, but they won't. It's like Assassin's Creed, but they won't like the same forever. So it'll, you know, this is it. So, but it's a good game. You like it. I like it. Everybody likes it. But um, yeah, totally fun. It is what it is. So, yep. but speaking right, of that. Yeah, so there's that. And oh. finally, uh, we have a few other things floating oh, about. I was going to say uh, one quick caveat to this, to Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, about this thing about Mario Kart 8 not being in the top 20 for the first time in six years. Yes, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Um, that is interesting that it's not there, but I think it's because they basically give the game away now. But, um, yeah. uh, NPD, sorry. Sirkana wants me to tell you that even though Marvel Spider-Man 2 was the best-selling game of the year, da-da-da, uh, it might have been Super Mario Wonder because Nintendo doesn't release doesn't release their digital sales. So it's very close. Like, it, it could go one way or the other on these two, which is yep. really healthy, really, really healthy for the industry. So Absolutely. Uh, so finally, we have a few uh, little other things that aren't mm-hmm. really uh, game releases or whatever. Uh, there's yeah. the Steam Deck OLED, which that kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, yeah, did you see that uh, Valve was thanking Nintendo for this, which is basically yeah. what they did. <laughs> so. Yeah, the Steam, De- the Steam Deck OLED just kind of appeared. Like, it was announced one week, you could buy it the next. If you want to get one now, you'll have it within five days. That's ridiculous. Um, it's really cool looking. It looks nice. If I didn't already have a Steam Deck, I'd probably get one. I'm tempted to get one anyway, because apparently they fixed the Steam Deck's god-awful D-pad. That's well, one of the things they mentioned. I was going to say, though, this is the whole, like, Switch, Switch OLED thing, where you want a Switch, you don't have one right now. Yeah. I don't know why you waited seven years, but it even if you find it on the shelves, I'm I'm going to get a Steam Deck at some point, Corey, but I'm, I am definitely going to wait for the Model 2, I think. Yeah, wait, probably next year, maybe two years, there's going to be a better version of this. You might not, you might want to skip the OLED, especially if you have one already. Yeah, it's not like, uh, half, yeah. Yeah, Half-Life is 25 years old now, released today. on November 19th, ni- today, yeah, Happy November birthday. 19th, 1998, and uh, it's got a bunch of cool crap. Uh, the coolest of that crap would probably be Half-Life Uplink, which was the demo that appeared on a bunch of PC gamer oh. etc etc demo disc back when. You know it's funny. I remember playing the demo when it came out. Like I remember well, the. Well, uh, now you can play it again. You, I remember playing this game on a old. I think it was AMD something. It was yeah. on a like a. 16 I, I put it on a CRT. compact Presario, which could barely yeah. run it. I had a compact Presario twenty two hundred, I think, or twenty one. And if you're not familiar, the reason the demo is cool is because this is new content that is not oh. the actual game. You know what's funny about this whole thing though is that uh, one quick thing about Half Life. I think we all like Half Life. I think we all like the game. Yeah. Pretty unilaterally. Um, you, you universally love, sorry. This game was supposed to be, well, it was developed on the Quake engine. Um, they yep. wanted to switch it to the Quake 2 engine, but they decided, you know what, Quake 1 engine is a lot more fun. We can, It's a lot easier. And it basically changed the game industry. Like we have, we just talked about Valve with Steam Deck. Yep. You wouldn't have that without Half-Life. That's entirely true. So it's pretty cool. It's free, by the correct. way. It's free. Yeah, it's free. So if you want to play it, just pick it up, play it. Yep. Uh, there's going to be a live action Legend of Zelda movie from Nintendo. We just talked about how. 
maybe video game movies aren't super great, but in this case, um, it's going to be um, – we didn't talk about that in the podcast. We talked about it before the podcast. So we were talking about the Assassin's Creed movie. I was like, I wish this movie was good. Just, it's not good. Uh, good mo- game movies include the Super Mario movies. So this one will probably also be good. You know, this has been a huge year for video game movies. They've, most of them have done pretty well. One's done very well. But I, I will say this. Um, live action, uh, they have the, the director – like. Do you remember I talked about this before and I said my my uh, my wish list for this this was months ago was there was this movie that came out called Love and Monsters. Did yes. you ever did you ever watch it? No. Watch it with a significant other and you will like it. Um, it's the best use of CG monsters I've ever seen in a live action movie. It it it's almost looks like a Harryhausen film. That's how good it looks. Um, turns out I was half right. Um, they didn't get the director, but they got the kid from the movie. Um, they got the guy for, who's going to be in um, – sorry, the director. You ever see The Maze Runner? The Maze Runner. I did not. Basically, okay. if you ever have to ask me if I saw a movie, especially well, if it's like a movie that was like big in theaters and is mostly made of advertisements, well, I probably haven't seen it. Well, the, the director is named Wes Ball, and uh, the kid who was in Love and Monsters was in Maze Runner, so maybe he'll be Link. But, um, right. but no, he's going to be doing the new Kingdom of, of the Planet of the Apes movie. And uh, you know what's funny though? Sony's making this movie. That's the interesting oh, thing. Yeah. yeah, the people who did this. Sony is making a Nintendo movie. Yeah, the, the the producers of the Spider Verse movies are making it. So with and uh, Miyamoto is an executive producer. His hands are going to be all over it. So this is it's real. It's coming. It's going to happen. Um, I don't know if they're going to have Excuse Me, Princess, but Link's probably going to talk. Yeah, hey, probably so. Please look forward to that. Uh, Pokemon Concierge, whatever that is, it's on Netflix, releases December 28th. Did you see the trailer for this? Nope. It's a uh, stop-motion animation. Oh, okay. Never mind. Now yeah, I'm interested. It's actually just – you don't even have to look at it. Just click that button. Just look at it real quick. What do you think? Click that button. Look at it real quick, and maybe I'll say th- – oh. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Okay, never mind. It is cool. Um <laughs> All right, cool. Comes out December 28th. I probably want to take a look at it now. Thanks for that. Uh, uh, finally, Black Friday is here. There's mm-hmm. a whole bunch of deals over the place. Uh, one of my favorite stores, the Humble Game Store. Uh, you can get all kinds of cool crap, and you can get it cheap. Uh, you can get Mortal Kombat 1, 48 bucks. Mm-hmm. You can get Street Fighter 6, 40 bucks. You can get all kinds of good stuff, and it's all pretty inexpensive. And if you have a decent PC, please get your Hogwarts Legacy here and play it on there instead of Lost <laughs> Switch. You know, I uh, I told I told you I've been playing with a PS5 Slim that I picked up <coughs> a little early from Black Friday. Uh, it's not very slim, but it's uh, it's interesting. But the best Black Friday deal I saw. Look, you're not going to get a lot of really good deals on Nintendo stuff. Microsoft stuff comes and goes, but the best deals I saw were actually at the PlayStation Store. Have you seen this thing? They're on right now. Like they have, have to go take a look. Yeah, they have tons of PS5, PS4 games for like three bucks. And like three good game. bucks, yeah, three bucks, two bucks, crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm um, trying to figure out. Let me see if I can get you. Here we go. Can you see my screen? Am I sharing with you? Yeah, I can see it right now. Yeah. No, I can't. Okay, but anyway, you have a lot of sports games on there, right? But you have, like, yep. but you have a lot of really nice things that you can. Uh, you get Street Fighter Six Ultimate Bundle for a hundred bucks. See what a deal. No, that's a pretty good deal. No, but you can get a lot of really nice games for like two, three bucks, five bucks. Like you don't really see console games discounted that much. So, but they're all over the place. Uh, you have Walmart, of course, has their Black Friday things. You have Best Buy, which has a, actually has some pretty good ones. Um, I don't know why they call it Black Friday because Black Friday is not till next week. But whatever. Right. Uh, but, and it is what it is. Anyway, yeah, uh, go and check it out if you like. Check it out, and if you want some games, you can probably get them pretty cheap right now. You know, we did this whole thing without mentioning Thanksgiving once. Uh yeah. How about that? Uh, it's yeah. coming up. Yeah, thanks for it. Yeah, uh, I guess that's a good place to wrap this up. So. Thank you, everybody, for listening once again to the State of Games podcast brought to you by popstar.com. 
This has been Managing Editor Nathan Evans once again, and that other voice you hear is none other than Corey. Take it away. Uh, Corey G-Man Gallagher. We kind of dropped the G-Man thing, and I'm glad because nobody ever called me that. But Yeah, we, we, we tried to – how about Cozy? Ugh. Cozy games. games cozy, cozy Corey. <laughs> yeah, that's Ew. the kind of thing that sticks when you don't want it to stick. But, yeah, um, kind of. But, no, Corey, thank you again. This has been an excellent, fun year. Uh, and in case we haven't said it, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, right back at you. And we will see everybody on the next level. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Pop Zara Podcast. Remember to like, follow, share, and subscribe on your favorite podcast app or service.